Candice Lim, and you're listening to ICYMI, in case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. And hey, you made it. It's the final stretch of the year. The holidays are right upon us. And what are your plans this week? Will you be traveling to the city of Roku or Gag? Will you be rewatching the George Santos Z-Way interview where he did not know who James Baldwin or Harvey Milk was? Will your belly be filled with gravy or the Panera Lemonade? And are you going to shake some ass in Senate? No? Okay, same. Well, it's just me today, and I'd love to give you an update about our sweet friend, Rachel, because, oh, this is a good one. As you know, Rachel is taking a small holiday, and before she left, I asked her, like, hey, where are you going? And she said, oh, I'm just, like, going up north. And if you remember, the last text I got from her was the one where she said she was recording a submersible Christmas album with Pipple. Okay, well, she sent me some new photos to, like, check in, say happy holidays, and they're really cute. Okay, the first photo, it's a selfie of her in a snowy place, adorable sweater on, I will say I did notice in the back there were like antlers and hooves and like a red nose. And I was like, oh, who's that? But I didn't want to bother her on our holiday, obviously. And then I get to the second photo. This one's interesting. It's her reading a book. Fireplace roasting marshmallows a toasting. But I noticed something. I noticed bifocals on the table. And in the reflection of those focals, I see a red suit, black gloves, and a white beard. Hmm. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions, right? Um, But then I went on Dumois and someone posted a blind item. It said a certain jolly old Nick has not been seen with his A-list wife since last year. A moving truck has been spotted outside of their house. Anon Pliss, this is not Dasher. Then another blind item comes in. Beloved mall icon has been spotted sneaking a much younger paramour into his workshop, and it's not his wife. Anon Pliss, this is not Vixen. And I go, oh my God, Christmas is in like a few days. Will my TheraFace mask be delayed? What is going on? And then I go to the North Pole's official Instagram. I know we all saw it, but I, I got to read it again. It says, Santa and Mrs. Claus announce separation. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> but then something starts clicking within me because I, I think about the photos Rachel sent me. The reindeer, the bifocals going north. And I'm like, oh my God, is Rachel at the North Pole? So I text Rachel. I say, hey, um, just wanted to ask how you're doing. I actually hear that a lot of co-hosts have been sharing their locations on Find My Friends. So like, would love to share with you. No response. Um, but this was the last resort. I had to go there and I had to DM Dumois. And I said, has anyone spotted Rachel in the North Pole? And Dumois responded, likely place for her to be. Okay, so for legal reasons, I have to state multiple times that was fiction, that was fan fiction that I wrote using the likeness of Rachel and Santa and Dasher and Vixen TM. Also, I know Rachel's type. It's not Santa. But how many people were scared? Raise your hands. Me too. I was really, really scared when I wrote this fan fiction about the clauses splitting up because that pang you felt, it's how I felt about Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello getting divorced. Or Jeremy Allen White and Addison Timlin, although I know a few of you were a little too happy about that one. Or Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner-Smith. And there is a reason why 
2023 has been heralded as the year of the celebrity divorce. We've heard everything from they couldn't make their schedules work, the strike probably created some money issues, or they simply grown apart. But have there really been that many more celebrity breakups than usual? Was Scandal really proof that love is dead? Or have we been placing celebrity couples on way too high a pedestal? Or has the internet created this reaction ecosystem where Twitter aggregates like Popcrave make breakups appear bigger than they really are? I ask this question because I've been a celebrity obsessive since I was in the third grade and Mr. Apple himself gave my classroom iBook G4s, which scientifically was like giving rats cocaine. And I know he wanted me to learn how to type, but instead I learned how to read peoplemagazine.com. So... On today's show, we are going to recap this year and celebrity breakups online. We're going to talk about who affected us personally, and we're going to try to predict some fantasy couples for 2024. And I'm going to do that with Kristen Meinzer and Travel Anderson after the break. Hey, listeners. Hope you are enjoying today's show. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. We're thrilled to have you here. In case you missed it, our show comes out twice a week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So make sure you never miss an episode like this past Saturdays when we revealed that the number one internet moment of the year was the Montgomery Boat Brawl. And we're back. I am really excited about this conversation because this panel, it's icons only. Okay, starting off, we have the host of the Daily Field podcast and the How to Be Fine podcast about wellness culture. It's Kristen Meinzer. Hello, Kristen. Hi, Candice. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. Also joining us is a journalist you may know as the co-host of Fanti and What a Day. It's Travel Anderson. Hello, Travel. Hello. So excited to be here to talk about all of this wonderful tea. Mm. So excited. Same. I'm really happy because I met you both while working on Pop Culture Happy Hour. And so this is me kind of like inviting you to my new home. So before you cross the Live, Laugh, Love doormat, I have to ask the question we ask all first time guests, which is, what is your first internet memory? Oh my gosh. I remember a friend teaching me how to use Ask Jeeves. (laughs) Oh, I love that boy. Yeah. And for all the young kids out there, that was a search engine where you would type in a question, and then Jeeves, who was like a butler who would help you, he would serve up the answer on a platter. But normally the answer was completely unrelated to what you just typed in. And um, yeah, so Ask Jeeves was probably my first experience of a friend trying to show me what the internet was. And I have fond memories of it, even though it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back, Ask Jeeves was dumber than me. They must have been a. Honestly. <laughs> anyway, Travel, what is your first internet memory? Oh my God. So, two quick things came to mind. What came to mind was, you know, illegally downloading music back in the day on like yes. Bear Share or LimeWire or Napster, whichever was your pick, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then also the AOL dial up sound. You know, it just sent a shiver down my spine. (laughs) (laughs) It just, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I love both of these answers. And today, guys, is my Super Bowl because it is our in memoriam for the celebrity breakups, shakeups, wakeups that we witnessed on Pop Crave this year. So I want to start with a question. 
which celebrity breakup do we think impacted the internet the most? And we're going to do this roundtable debate style. So all of us are going to pitch our breakup. Then the judges, us, will come together and (laughs) crown the winner. Okay, Kristen, I'm going to start with you. Which celebrity breakup do you think shook the internet the most this year? I think it's got to be Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, which Mm. it's not that they broke up this year. It's that Jada made it clear they've been broken up for years, but they still see each other as a family and they still have each other's backs. But no, we're not together. But we are together. But no, we're not. And it was such huge news. And it dominated the internet so much that even Meryl Streep decided, while everyone's paying attention to this nonsense, I can just let it slip that, yeah, my husband and I also have, you know, been separated for years and years and years and years and just kind of drop that out there. And most people won't even care because it's really about Jada and Will right now. That's Mm -hmm. how much Jada and Will dominated things that most people didn't even pay attention to Meryl. I mean, did this change how anyone here felt about Jada and Will? No. Not at all. Oh, I think it just reinforced what we already knew about them. <laughs> yeah. Because so Will and Jada were going to be the couple I was going to choose as well. I thought oh. it would be an off choice because like you just said, they didn't really break up. They've been broken up. We just kind of, I guess, found out about it this year. But I was going to say my reason for it was because of how learning that information from Jada Pinkett's memoir connected to so many other moments in pop culture that we've had over the last couple years as it relates to this family and the Red Table Talk over there. And so we got clarity about the entanglement with, you know, Mm, homie. We got clarity about the Oscars slap. Mm. We got clarity about so much Just by, you know, Jada putting out her perspective, her side of everything. And I think that we were talking about this for weeks. We've been talking about them for years. Yeah. I think once Worthy came out, once all of this information kind of hit the web, I kind of realized like, oh, Will and Jada Pinkett Smith are kind of the epicenter of culture. They are two names that will always dominate the headlines no matter what they say or do. And I don't exactly know where this goes for them in terms of like navigating Hollywood as a unit, but I am sure nothing's changed for them in their lives. They are living in their two box house mansions, <laughs> booking red table talks that may or may not appear on Facebook Live. I don't know. And yet I'm still interested. And yet I'm still interested. Okay. Now, I think Will and Jada is a very, very good pick. I will tell you mine, which was Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. So Tree Payne announced the breakup on April 8th to Entertainment Tonight. And the report said that they had split a few weeks ago, that it was amicable. But I was like, Taylor's already been doing a few shows for the Eras tour. People were asking, where's Joe? Where's Joe? Where's Joe? And I think this was probably the biggest celebrity breakup, at least in my opinion, because, you know, first off, I remember where I was 
when I read Ooh. that Popgrave tweet, I fell to my knees in Walmart, okay? <laughs> Second, Taylor and Joe, they've been together for like almost six years. Even though they were technically private, I actually think this was Taylor's most public relationship in terms of how she felt about him and their love. You know, she wrote all these songs on like folklore and evermore and lover about him. And she was still performing them at the Eras tour. And third, I think Taylor and Joe splitting, it had to happen in order for the biggest celebrity couple to emerge, which is Taylor mm. Swift and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Now, I, not a football person, but I have to say this is a couple I truly love and root for. I think they could save the economy. This is it. <laughs> this is it for me. I will say as one judge here, I think you guys are right. Will and Jada. Will and Jada, biggest celebrity breakup that impacted the internet this year we just couldn't stop talking about them in ways (laughs) that we can't stop talking about taylor and travis right now you know what i mean in a really interesting way yeah and kind of while we're on this topic travel and Kristen, do you guys have any theories about why this was the year of celebrity divorces and breakups like do you think there was something in the air or is there like a pretty logical theory or reason why so many people were splitting Mm. up i have a theory go for it and My theory is celebrities didn't break up any more this year than they always have broken up in years past. I think there was a lot of reporting on it because some of the couples were quite high profile, like Will and Jada and Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift, as you mentioned, Reese Witherspoon, Sofia Vergara. Some of them were very high profile stars, you know, Joshua Jackson and Jodie Turner. Uh, Some of them were just very high profile. And I think that that may have resulted in more attention being paid to them. But I also think maybe more attention was being paid to the celebrities breaking up this year because more people overall were breaking up this year. After the pandemic was over, uh, there's been a divorce trend where more and more people feel like I can now extricate myself from this thing that wasn't working. And the pandemic shined a light on how bad things were. And now it's time to step away from this thing that's not serving us anymore. And so I think it just resonated more with us when we saw some of these high profile celebrities breaking up. But my theory is they have always broken up and their lifestyle, their career, and their identities are not really made for long-term monogamous marriage. These are people Mm. who have to travel a lot for work. These are people who Uh, have identities that are really centered around how do I stay relevant? How do I stay famous? What do people think about me? And when one's mind is always on those issues, they're not necessarily on the issues that are conducive to making a long-term relationship work. It's very me, me, me. Do you love me? Is everyone paying attention to me? What do people think about me? That's not what we're looking for in a healthy relationship is one person to always be me, me, me. What do you think about me? And then you get two people who are famous who both have that mindset. It's just not Mm – when I think of, like, healthy relationship, I don't think of that. And then also, historically, we've seen this again and again, when the woman is more famous than the man, that Mm. also tends Mm -hmm. to shake a lot of men's egos. We've seen it famously with Halle Berry, for example. Poor Halle, who had her heart broken over and over again by men with very fragile egos. But it's hard. You know, Joel Alwyn, he had to be with – 
someone who is way more famous than him. A lot of these guys just can't handle it. I completely agree about the point of like the impact of the pandemic on just people, generally speaking, celebrity or, you know, civilians. I think a lot more people are breaking up um, and divorcing after, you know, being cooped up in your house with this person where now you have to develop a new relationship with them because you can't leave. Because we all working from home now. You know what I mean? And I know we we see all of the celebrity breakups, but just, just in my personal life, I have two people that I'm, you know, in community with who are processing divorces. You know what I mean? Um, and so, like, it is something that is just, like, happening as a byproduct of what I think have just been, you know, a really tumultuous past few years um, in which the general culture, right, is shifting towards greater independence, more autonomy, you know, in various different ways. Um, and so I think it's, it's all super connected. Yeah. I think what else also kind of shocked me is that I feel like during those first few seasons of the pandemic, so 2020, 2021, there was kind of this mantra thrown around of like, if you guys can make it through the pandemic, you guys can get through anything. You're mm -hmm. the strongest couple alive. And mm -hmm. we saw so many celebrity and civilian couples like make it through that, but actually cannot get past that alive. It, almost in like a bachelor way of like, you're in a bubble, the bubble is good, then you have to go to work, then you have family involved, and then you da 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 da. And I think some of these couples that we're bringing up, I wonder if it was a situation of like, we made it through these years that I did not know if I was going to survive. But now that I have, I'd like to thrive and I'd like to thrive without you. Which is real. Mm -hmm. That is a real thing. Mm -hmm. That's real. And, but, and also though, right? Like sometimes you just grow apart, right? And yeah. like, yeah. it doesn't have to be any malice. It can be amicable. It can be, yeah, we both know this isn't working and we want to go see other people or see ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think oftentimes mm -hmm. we, we think that the celebrity breakup especially, right, has to be, you know, fighting it down in the courts and in the headlines and different publicists leaking different information about the other mm -hmm. one. But it can also just be, yeah, we've grown apart. And thank you for helping me survive these last few years, but let's both go you know, equally to our separate ways and, and thrive, you know, separately. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, one example of that might be Joe Jonas and Sophie there Turner. Yep. That is mm. a relationship that, you know, yes, there were lots of leaks happening, trying to point the finger at the other. But, you know, when it comes down to it, Sophie Turner was a really young woman in her early 20s mm -hmm. when they entered this relationship. And most people who enter a relationship in their early 20s do not stay forever with that person that they were with in their early 20s. Uh, in this day and age, maybe in the 1950s it was different, but in the year 2023, most people do not stay forever with that early 20s love. And that's okay because we grow up, we evolve, we change. And I personally don't see divorce as a terrible thing. In many cases, it's a great thing. It's a liberating thing. It's the best thing for everybody involved. Yeah, and on top of that, divorce is expensive. It's expensive. You don't need to be Kevin Costner. It's expensive. And so maybe there's also something about the fact that like women, especially if you're a powerful celebrity woman, you can afford the prenup, the divorce, J-Lo it and just go. I will say, J-Lo, congratulations for making it through this year without getting divorced. I'm proud of you. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. The water is heating up. The kettle is going toot toot. We're going to take a short break. But when we come back... 
Kristen, Travel, and I are going to reveal the celebrity breakups that devastated us the most this year. And we're going to do a fantasy draft of the relationships we'd like to see in 2024. All that and more after the break. And we're back. I am here with Kristen Meinzer and Travel Anderson to talk about the year and celebrity breakups. Now, before the break, we decided that the separation of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith had the biggest impact on the internet. And now we turn inward to the breakups that devastated us personally. So, Travel, I'll start with you. What is the celebrity breakup, no matter how big or small, that wrecked you to your core this year? You know, I've decided that I'm going to be petty with my Mm. response to this question. And so the celebrity breakup that affected me to my core, okay, that was most personal, at least it felt like, was the breakup of Lori Harvey and Damson Idris. (gasps) Oh, Oh. talk about it. And let me tell you why. Because I had the wonderful honor of writing a cover story on Lori Harvey for Essence (gasps) Magazine at the top of the year, came out in January, and the entire article is all about, you know, her being, you know, a baddie and not needing Mm. these men's and being able to just, you know, cycle them out when she's done with them, right? Her being independent, you know, strong woman. And then... Weeks after the piece comes out, it is announced that she is with Damson Idris. And I'm just like, sis, you could have just told me that a few weeks ago. And, you know, it would have been fine, you know. But then, fast forward, you know, some months, they're no longer together. And so it was like, you did all of that. Can I ask, was there any communication between you, the team, post-publishing about (laughs) the non-exclusive she gave you? (laughs) I wish. I should have sent an email. Like, here, now y'all played in my face. But no, so that's my answer. (laughs) Being super petty, I I do have a a quick, you know, second place goes to Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert. That just, like, broke broke me in in two. Um, But Yeah. yeah. Those are two very good ones. I mean, Travel, can I ask you a really spicy question, which is, does any part of you wonder if Lori and Damson were a PR relationship? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Because we're in that era, right, where, you know, we, we just know it happens. And those are two young, beautiful Black folks, right, in Hollywood, in Hollywood adjacent doing what they do. I can absolutely see that being, you know, a six month contract. Exactly. But, you know, part of me just hopes that people have real love in their life, you know, and that it's not all, you know, tricks and stunts, but, you know, they got stuff to sell or, you know, a brand to maintain (laughs) or something. So what do I know? Or a snowfall to promote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? Exactly. Okay. Kristen, what about you? What is the celebrity breakup that devastated you the most to your core? Well, it made me honestly kind of sad when Britney Spears and Sam, I'm pronouncing his last name wrong here, Asagari. Is that how you say his last name? I think it's Asgari. Yeah. It made me sad because I'm just like, oh, Britney, I just want you to catch a break. I want you to be with somebody who 
you feel like has your back and you're in it together and you've spent so long in a situation with that conservatorship where you just for good reason, could not trust anybody around you. And Sam got you through a lot of that. And I really wanted Sam to get you through, you know, the next phase of your life too. And maybe it's the best for them that they broke up. I'm guessing it is, or they wouldn't have done it. And Mm -hmm. maybe he got her through the tough times and now she's ready for a different moment in her life to be liberated. But I really hope that that's the case and not that he couldn't be there for her in this next phase because he just didn't want to, or he wasn't good at it. Or when she is more public now than she's been in a long time that that hurt their relationship in any way that that would make me sad because yeah i really want the best for britney we all want the best for britney right so that that made me sad Mm -hmm. yeah because i was gonna ask do you think britney's memoir coming out this year had anything to do with it or was it maybe that case of like a successful woman being with an actor who was um neither up nor coming and just that whole dynamic (laughs) (laughs) i mean maybe it, it who can say what went on there? And and who can say? Maybe Brittany is just not an easy person to date either. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, but as I said earlier, celebrities, I think, aren't necessarily easy people to date. There's a lot of stuff that comes with celebrity that's not necessarily fun or conducive to healthy relationships. But um, in addition to Brittany, there was one other relationship that made me sad, and that's because of what the celebrity leaked about the relationship. Lupita Nyong'o, she revealed <gasps> oh her breakup God. was because of a deception. Yes. And that made me sad and a little angry on her behalf. Like, why would you deceive Lupita Nyong'o? Are you I freaking know. kidding yeah. me? One of the most talented, beautiful, smart women in the world. Don't deceive her. You know, if you don't want to be with her, have an adult conversation and break up. Don't be deceptive. Come on. We're grownups here. Don't do that. So that breakup made me sad just because I think that we should ideally be the best versions of ourselves. And if something's not working, just be grownups and end it. I'm not saying we're all capable of that, but that's what he should have done. He should have not been deceiving her if he wasn't Mm -hmm. happy there. He should have Mm -hmm. just left. Yeah, exactly. Also, uh, something people are not talking about enough. About a year ago, Lupita and her former man bought this gorgeous architectural house, I think, in either the hills or Topanga Canyon. Both of their names were on that mortgage. And so if you're going to deceive and and not come Mm. through with the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh Uh -uh. Yeah. How do you feel about Lupita allegedly or maybe or maybe not um, going on pap walks with Joshua Jackson? You know, I just think, why not? Why Mm. not? Let Lupita live. And if (laughs) those are the types of decisions that she would like to make, absolutely. I I support Mm. whatever choice she makes after, right, whatever Mm. this was that she just got out of. Because, you know, sometimes you need to make a bad decision, you know, before you make a good decision. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it. Both her and Joshua Jackson just went through breakups. Sometimes that happens. Two people just who their breakups are around the same time turn to each other. Like, here's somebody who understands what I'm going through. You know what it's like. And it can be something to bond over, somebody who speaks your same language. Uh, So I'm fine with it. I know some people are lukewarm on it, but, you know, I'm fine with it. 
Yeah. It is hard for me personally to go against Lupita. I mean, I'm never going to get over that dress that she wore at the Oscars. And so I'm kind of like, yes. if this is your path, this is your path. And may you walk that path to Erewhon and back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give two. I'm going to cheat a little bit. One's boring and the other one's kind of interesting. So the first one for me is Reese Witherspoon and Jim Toth. So March mm. 2023, Reese goes on Instagram, announces she and her former CAA agent husband were splitting after almost 12 years of marriage. She did this in a very Hollywood way. Friday, 6 p.m. ET news drop. Because this is, you know, when the outlet writers step away from the computers, go to happy hour, log out of the CMS. But I was shocked by this in like a weird clutching my pearls way because I don't think they're an interesting celebrity couple, but I do think they had this certain like, old Hollywood establishment vibe to them of like, she's Barbie, he's just Ken. She's the star, he's the star maker. And I I have so much love in my heart still for the era of like Reese and Jake Gyllenhaal. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, I'm sad, <laughs> but if Benefer 2.0 can happen, why can't Jake send the email and label it time sensitive? No. So that's, that's my first one. My second one, it's from the Bravo universe. And it's Kyle Richards and Maurizio Umanski from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I am not a Beverly Hills watcher, so it's very weird for me to even care about this. But I would say what you need to know about Kyle and Maurizio is that they were kind of one of the very few couples who stayed together throughout their Real Housewives tenure. Like, that is a franchise that is so ripe for breaking couples apart, usually, because husbands don't like having people comment on their mess. But... I loved Kyle and Maurizio. Kyle is the aunt of Paris Hilton, so she comes from this, like, inner sanctum, old money Hollywood. Maurizio, he's the founder of the agency, so he, like, sells houses to TikTokers. But he was also known for being, like, a chill stoner, and I was maybe, like, one of 1.5 people who watched his Netflix show, Buying Beverly Hills. It's a Selling Sunset ripoff. And that show is actually about him trying to make the agency a family business because he's trying to pass it off to two of his daughters. And so watching their family dynamic, it kind of reminded me of my family dynamic. And so, you know, when Kyle and Maurizio announced they are separating, I had this very, like, what about me feeling? Like, oh my God, if they break up, what about me? What about my family? Da, 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 da. And I will say on top of that, Kyle allegedly may or may not have moved on in a very Chriselle from Selling Sunset Way to a country singer named Morgan Wade. I won't get into that part because Andy Cohen has not sent me the screener, but I <laughs> am still thinking about this one. I'm a little wrecked by it. I love them together, but I also understand that Kyle wants to be free. And she has to do what she needs to do. Then I get it. Okay. Now we look into the future because I cannot say that we are witches, but I will say we are close observers of the celebrity ecosystem. And so <laughs> considering all of the breakups that happen, that does mean we do have a lot of single fish on the market. So if you had to do a fantasy draft... What celebrity couple would you like to see happen in 2024? I will start with you, Travel. So I have to say, I love that up to this point in our conversation, we have not spoken of any queer people. That means that that heterosexuality lifestyle that y'all are dealing mm. with over there, we mm. might need to take take a think on that. You're right. Um, you're right. And so, you're right. 
as we, you know, pull out our crystal balls and think mm. of uh, some fantasy celebrity relationships, I want to bring the queerness into the conversation here. Um, and the person that's front of mind for me is Janelle Monet, who, mm. you know, ushered in the age of pleasure with mm-hmm. their now Grammy-nominated album earlier this year. Um, that album, all about Blackness, all about queerness and freedom and liberation and all of that. And I would love to see Janelle Monet in relationship with Angelica Ross, mm. actress, you know, singer, okay, activist. Angelica Ross was in one of Janelle Monet's music videos for this last yeah. album. So I'm, you know, already in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe there's a party one night and yeah, 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 the yeah. stars are twinkling and mm-hmm. it's just like, ah. And yeah. then the next thing you know, we have this fabulous, you know, trans woman, non-binary person, queer, pansexual power couple in Hollywood. It's about time we have something like that, I think. I think so, too. That's a really good one. Kristen, what about you? Well, Travel, I love that you brought up queer couples because it so happens that my dream couple (laughs) for the next year is also a queer couple. So Billy Porter and Adam Smith broke up this year. And I want Billy Porter to have love with, I, I know this might seem controversial, but Ricky Martin and his partner wow. also broke up this year. So <laughs> I'm saying Billy Porter and Ricky Martin making sweet music, voguing, Love being beautiful it. together, looking fashionable on the red carpet. And I mean, they're just both beautiful, beautiful people who mm-hmm. I could just see them being beautiful together. Right? Mm. <laughs> I love this idea. Is that too Why far not? out? I know they're very different. They're very different people, but I could just see them being beautiful together. I love this. I can see the red carpet photo now. You know, Ricky Martin's at the Emmys and Billy Porter at the Grammys. Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, you I just think they could be beautiful. Yeah. Yes. That would like, or can you imagine them at the Met Gala together? Oh, uh, oh my God. Like, come there on. There we go. We need it. Yeah. The culture needs yes. it. Okay. Your guys' are really good. Um, <laughs> mine is weirdly maybe a little political. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? I was like, it's George Santos. Just kidding. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so uh, for a while, when Taylor Swift was single at some point this year, I was given an opportunity to think about Taylor Swift and the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, because Justin wow. Trudeau has also announced his separation from his wife, which I, I don't know. I found kind of weird because I was like, it's kind of rare to, like, separate from your spouse during your prime ministership. But, like, okay, you you have your weekend screen now. Congrats. <laughs> um, but, you know, for a part of me, I was like, there's something about the diplomacy that I could kind of see in this, like, Grace Kelly, Prince of Monaco way, or maybe, like, a Marilyn Monroe, JFK Mm. vibe, and I kind of miss those days. I wish Olivia Pope and Fitz were real from Scandal. Like, let's go, Taylor (laughs) Trudeau. But she's obviously busy now doing other patriotic stuff, including Travis Kelsey and the NFL, which... 
I guess that's service too. I get it. I get it. And also, can I just say, I don't want Justin Trudeau to be with somebody who's 18 years younger than him. That I is just, true. That is true. There are just like too many Bats. famous couples where that's the case already. Like, yeah. you know, we, we don't need another guy with a girl who's young enough to be his daughter. And that actually leads me to another celebrity breakup that I thought was, you know, notable this year that we yeah. haven't talked about yet. And that's Hugh Jackman and <gasps> oh his God. wife, because mm. she actually was or is, I should say, older than him. And I always cheer for those couples where the woman is older than the man, because we Same. don't get to see it very often. And, you know, whatever reasons they're breaking up, I, you know, I'm sure they're good reasons and you're doing what you need to do. Go ahead, break up. But it, it is sad to see one of those couples that I admire with the older woman, you know, not working out in the end. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, they worked out for over two decades, so they worked out plenty <laughs> long. Yeah, that is true. And I will say one part of the celebrity breakup 2023 matrix that I found unfortunately a little funny is that you know how whenever like an important person dies people are always like why couldn't it have been henry kissinger well obviously that already (laughs) happened so we're good but in a similar vein anytime i saw celebrity breakup that people loved so this could be like ariana grande and dalton gomez people would be like why can't it be aaron taylor johnson and his wife sam taylor johnson and i was like I mean, I don't know, guys. Keep an eye out for 2024, which maybe brings me to my next question. I don't know. Is there anyone you feel like is kind of at risk for 2024? A couple that is together that you're a little bit like, "Mm, keep an eye out. It's so hard to tell from the outside, you know, what couples choose to present versus what we know. I mean, for years and years and years, journalists have been writing about the stability of the relationship between Meryl Streep and her estranged husband, for example. Um, You know, The Independent even wrote an article called Why is Every Celebrity Couple Breaking Up? And this is an article that came out in August this year. And they pointed to Meryl Streep as a solid couple. She's unlike everybody else. Mm. And so, you know, that is saying the image that they project isn't necessarily what's happening behind closed doors with a lot of these celebrities. So I'm reticent to say this couple looks like they're on the brink when it's so easy for us to only see that one paparazzi shot where one person is clearing their throat so it looks like they're, you know, frowning at their partner. I'm reticent to take that one picture and be like, oh, they're in trouble. Uh Mm Uh-oh. You know, Ben Affleck looks grouchy again. Well, I would be grouchy also if I were Ben Affleck and I couldn't do anything without paparazzi following me. I would be grouchy. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Duncan in peace. Duncan in peace. Travel, do you have one? Well, yeah, I guess I was going to say that I feel like celebrities are getting, are trying to maintain more and more privacy, right? I think of Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert when we found out that they were broken up. They had, they had been separated for months when the public mm. found out. Right. Um, And so I'm just like, I think, you know, there are people who are broken up right now who we won't find out, you know, are broken up until, you know, six months later. And at that time, it hits different, you know, like, Mm -hmm. even with Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert, I feel like her coming out and saying, yeah, we broke up months ago, mind y'all business, because we are human, too. 
I feel like the general audience is also like, yeah, these people are human too. Like whatever is unfolding is unfolding. Um, I will just say as a card carrying member of the beehive, I have heard at, <laughs> you know, some of our meetings that there are still rumblings, um, about a one. You know, Sean Jay-Z Carter. Uh, um, mm. But, you know, you didn't hear that from me. Sure, 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 sure. You know. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> also, they could be in a whole lot of love. Um, I, th- right. I think those members of the Beehive who do not want him there, um, they just don't want him there, not because mm-hmm. <laughs> of any love or lack of love between Beyonce and Jay-Z. Um, but, you know. I think they have reason to still feel like he doesn't deserve her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And, yeah. And and you're right. Maybe they are still very much in love. We don't know. But it's hard sometimes with celebrities that we adore to not think, oh, they deserve better than this. Oh, how dare you mm-hmm. cheat on Beyonce? Or how mm-hmm. dare you step out on so-and-so? Um, mm-hmm. You know, even I said it earlier when I was talking about Lupita Nyong'o, like, how dare you hurt Lupita? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, I mean, I really feel like the only way that story will conclude is if Solange or Jay-Z <laughs> does the Oprah interview and finally addresses what happened in the elevator. Okay, that's the show. We'll be back in your feed on Saturday, so definitely subscribe. That way, you never miss an episode. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify and tell your friends about us. You can follow us on Twitter at ICYMI underscore pod. And you can always drop us a note at ICYMI at slate.com. ICYMI is produced by Sierra Spragley-Ricks, Rachel Hampton, and me, Candice Lim. Daisy Rosario is our senior supervising producer. And Alicia Montgomery is Slate's Vice President of Audio. See you online or at the North Pole.